the Accidental Safety Pro Podcast. I'm Jill James, the podcast host. And I am today at the National Safety Council Congress and Expo here live on the Expo floor. And with me today, my next podcast guest is Justin in the oil and gas industry here in Texas, specifically with Wildcat Tours. Justin, thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so fun. So oil and gas industry, uh, it's probably not where you started in safety, I'm guessing. Uh, it is, actually. It is? Okay. Yeah. So would love to hear your story of how you accidentally came into this practice. Sure. What does it look like for you and how long has it been? Uh, I've been in the profession around 20 years, a little over 20 years. Uh, started in okay. uh, Midland, Texas. I don't know okay. if anybody knows where that is that listens, but mm -hmm. far west Texas. Um, it's oil and gas country, so yeah. everyone out there is in oil and gas. Mm -hmm. My dad owned a service business that did service, provide service work for oil and gas companies. Mm -hmm. uh, and growing up, watched that my whole life, and then went to work for him. Mm -hmm. And my job, several jobs, but you know, 20 years ago, safety was you know, here's a video and watch mm -hmm. that and take this test and mm -hmm. you know, don't put your hand there, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, and, don't touch. And it. Yeah. yeah, and so really for me, it was just doing that and, and the record keeping aspects of it for his company as well as uh, running a team that would do like instrumentation diagrams and, and those types of things. Mm -hmm. So it was safety and also. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, from there it just kind of kept going. Mm -hmm. I had a, a friend of mine that started a, a safety and training business and mm -hmm. hired me to go get work and also train and I kind of deviated away from the go get work side of it more to learning and training and about safety then uh mm -hmm. into where we are now building yeah. complete yeah. programs and yeah. those so kinds when, of things when you're working with, with your dad's company way back so you literally grew up in the oil and gas industry absolutely yeah that's wonderful um so school and education what happened with that that which which way did that take you so inter interestingly enough you know i went to you know graduated high school went to texas tech uh, I was there for a period of time, and then my dad's company was doing great things, mm -hmm. and uh, he'd ask if I could come back and help him with a few things, and the understanding was I would always go back, and then I never That's went cool. back. Sure. Uh, but was really fortunate in that I had a lot of people that would, you know, supplement that mm -hmm. lack of college degree mm -hmm. with, you know, here is specific training relevant for what you're working in, or yeah. and, and I was always one to seek out those types of opportunities yeah. also so i yeah. uh, was able to overcome any perceived deficiency mm -hmm. as, as a result of not having a degree yeah. not an uncommon situation with safety professionals yeah. i mean your experience is very similar to to many some uh, often i'm asked like profile a safety person for me like what do they have in common where do they go to school what's their there isn't right there there really there really isn't a single profile we all came into it by some sort of accident we and we learned the craft right in various ways from various people which is which is really kind of the beauty of this yeah, practice i always say we, we learn the moves yeah <laughs> you learn, exactly learn learn what uh -huh. to do what not to do uh -huh. Uh -huh. and and all that's trial and error mostly yeah. so what's a what's a normal day look like for you now in this industry well in this industry now a normal day for me is uh you know i when i started it was hey today i have 30 fire extinguishers I've got to fill and they're in the most remote locations you can imagine mm -hmm. and good luck finding them mm -hmm. uh, to what I'm doing today is you know hey where are we where are we going in 2019 and 2020 and beyond mm -hmm. as a company and then from a corporate perspective 
you know, where do we look to expand? We're looking international. We're looking offshore as well. Yeah. And uh, and doing all of those things, and and then preparing our culture first, and then the programs to support that culture second. Yeah. Is how I, I generally tackle each day. Mm-hmm. And so, how are you tackling culture? I mean, that's that's kind of. Um in the mind's eye sure. of all safety professionals right now, and everybody's coming at it at different ways. What's working for you? So I was very, very fortunate at Wildcat because when the company grew, it grew by bringing together uh, most of our management structure from major oil companies. Okay. So they brought a certain culture with them that they mm-hmm. had always done a certain way. Mm-hmm. So let's take observation cards, for example. If, yeah. if I say, okay, we're going to do observations. They say, "Oh, finally," mm-hmm. and and it just kind of starts. Oh, they already happening. knew. Yeah, yeah. they mm-hmm. know what to do, why it's important. Yeah, and they've seen it be beneficial where they were before, mm-hmm. so it's not so much of an uphill battle. And mm-hmm. because of that, uh, then I I don't really have to push on the front line guys as much mm-hmm. because their management structure mm-hmm. supports it already. Yeah, you don't have to do all that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, that's not always been the case, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's. I always tell people it's a sales job. You're really essentially a salesman. I you're say just that very often. you're not selling a product. Uh-huh. You're selling a, a, concept, a concept or an right. idea mm-hmm. and a way to be. And I've got mm-hmm. to convince uh, you know a, a mechanic that's probably been doing it that way. You know, his perception is longer than I've been alive, mm-hmm. and tell him that hey, I've got a better way to do that thing I've never done before, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and I need you to listen to me about mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. so that's 100 percent sales. It is 100% sales, and it's also building street cred mm-hmm. with the people that you're working with. Right. Um, I often ask people, like, what's sort of the craziest thing you've done to build street cred that we got home at night and went, I never thought I would. Man. <laughs> I never is thought just, I'd do a, that. limited to one no, answer? No, 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 absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> uh, my, um, the, the thing that jumps to mind the most is... Uh, Probably climbing to the top of a derrick, you know, 100 plus feet in the air mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, all the proper fall protection yes. and stuff on them. But, you know, getting comfortable, trying to look comfortable doing that when you're just not that comfortable yeah. doing that. Yeah, but you know that in order to drive that point home, yeah. you have to show them you're willing to do it yep. and uh, and that you trust the equipment that yes. you're asking them to trust. Uh-huh. And and, uh, and using the methods that correct. might and, you might get a pushback on that it's a cumbrance. That's yeah. right. And mm-hmm. showing them that, hey, you can use this. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and at the same time going, man, I, I really hope this stuff works. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hope this is good. Heights have always kind of gotten me. Yeah, heights or the- something. Heights <laughs> I, or something. I can do it, but I don't like it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like uh, heights I've gotten more comfortable with, obviously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh, electricity is that way for me. Like, I, uh-huh. I get it uh-huh. enough that I don't want to mess with uh-huh. it. I was in a sugar beet processing plant a week ago, multiple stories with the expanded metal flooring uh-huh. where you can see all the way down. I trained myself many years ago to have a focal point be, you know, some sort of horizon line so I'm not looking ahead of, you know, where I'm walking. I'm sure. looking far enough ahead not to trip on anything, but I kind of want to eliminate that whole falling thing. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the great floors, those are, yeah. they'll mess with you. Yeah. They'll mess with yeah. your head. Yeah. So that's a pretty big climb. I bet that felt like a great workout by the time you It was a good workout. I've done it climbing it and also being hoisted up by a a mechanical line. So a couple different things. Wow. But yeah. Wow. Um, Have you ever ridden a man lift? Yeah, for sure. Me too. Driven man lifts. (laughs) The the endless belt man lift that you kind of have to jump on and it takes you oh, past the Oh, that's a different a thing. So what you're calling a man lift is different than what we what call a man lift. What you call a man lift? lift? Yeah. You're, uh, you're talking about a mechanical Yeah, device. I'm talking like a scissor lift or yes, something like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. 
I was thinking about... No, I've not ever ridden one of those. I was thinking about heights and what you do for street cred. I had to, when I was with OSHA, uh, ride one of these things called an endless belt man lift to the top of a grain elevator. Highest structure in the community. And I'm looking at this thing, I'm like, I know there's a regulation on it. There's not much safety stuff on it. And I'm like, I got to get to the roof to respond to the accident I was investigating. And uh, the... uh, the, the team that was with me, I'm like, I'm sending a couple people up first to make sure that Just thing to see is, if they make it. See if they make it, and then instructed them to pull me off of it physically because you have to step backwards sure. over this chute. And, uh, and so, you know, they, they said, You're coming through, you're coming through. I'm like, Pull me off, you know, and they pulled me <laughs> off. And I'm like, da, 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 trying to collect yourself as a professional to do sure. your job and not lose your credibility. <laughs> and with act your like audience. you aren't scared of that at all. It, exactly. Right. I got home and broke out in hives. Oh head, no! Head of head to toe for six weeks, I had hives. I thought it was Stress because related I was hives. So, so scared. Yeah. My dermatologist said I was allergic to grain dust, but I'll still say it, it was because I was scared. But they didn't both. see me sweat. Oh <laughs> so man! All the crazy things we do in our industry. Yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. Uh, especially going back to the culture piece, if you don't, if you don't recognize that, yeah. you're going to really struggle to develop any type of rapport with the the yeah. people that you're trying to influence. Right. And you won't. You won't be able to be successful. Yeah. yeah. How do you work as a safety professional? Like you had mentioned some um, people that have a good idea. Like how would, when they bring ideas to you, or how do you get them to bring ideas to you so it's not, you know, because the people that work closest to things often have the best solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my my constant message to anyone I ever talk to, I'll, I'll end most conversations with, let me know how I can help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally speaking, I just am constantly on message about, I'm an internal consultant for you. I'm an internal consultant for you. Mm. I work as a consultant for you. Yeah. These tools are for you. Yeah. We can do safety a couple different ways. I can hire coordinators and put them all over the country if you want. Yeah. That won't make us any safer and you right. guys won't own the process right. or I can build tools. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, I just stay on message with that, that yeah. this is for you. I'm building these for you. Yeah. If they work, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. What's working and and you know mm-hmm. magnify that mm-hmm. and if they aren't working let's talk about what's not working and yeah. make those changes so yeah. it's just I, for me it's just staying on message and uh being an internal advocate is that absolutely. what you said that's yeah. the framing in, yeah. internal consultant internal consultant right yeah that's good that's good internal consultant people can call but you gotta to... stay on message though. yeah right You're, yes absolutely absolutely what do you find to be kind of the biggest challenge for our practice right now i i think the so going back to something I said earlier where you have the beginning, my beginning career in safety was here's a video and here's a test. Yep. And then make sure your records are in order so that if you get reviewed by OSHA or, you know, whomever, yeah. you're, you're in order. Yeah. To then, you know, a real focus on behavioral things and, and you know, why is behavior a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then now a shift I've noticed more into, uh, you know, a reduction in, in HSE staff in lieu of management owning it, mm-hmm. which is, I think, absolutely the direction you should go. Mm-hmm. My, I don't have a large safety staff yeah. by design mm-hmm. uh, because I always say if, if, I, if you have a safety guy, a safety guy is going to safety guy. You're going to let him do safety meetings. You're going to let him do mm-hmm. facility mm-hmm. inspections. You're going to let him do all those things. Rather than teaching people to... Ra- rather yeah. than either you do them, yeah. which... Yeah. If, if I'm a manager and I've got to do a safety inspection on my facility mm-hmm. and the first one I find a hundred things, the next time I'm not going to want to find a hundred things. Exactly. Right? Because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And, and, and so 
it's it's shifting more into that. And I think that is awesome. Yeah. But I think to answer your question about the challenge is uh, I came up in safety like I would suspect you did. Like I said, today I have 30 fire extinguishers to fill. And then you learn that. And then you learn some yeah. regulation. And then you learn how to teach. And then you learn how to, you know, on and on and on. Yeah. And then 20 years down the road, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I've worked for some major companies. Mm -hmm. I've worked for some startup-sized companies. Mm -hmm. I understand somewhere in between is where we need to fall. Yeah. I think in the future, given the, the aspect that you're phasing out that coordinator type role, or at least in my estimation, you're going to lose some of that kind of on-the-job type training where people mm -hmm. spend a good amount of time seeing a bunch yeah. of different, yeah. being exposed to a bunch of different things. Right. And they're going to end up, you're going to end up one of two things. You're going to get the, the guy that got hurt gets to be safety guy now. Or yes. uh, you're going to get yes. uh, the the fresh-faced kid straight out of college mm -hmm. that has never seen anything at all mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. real world. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they need to. And they need to. Yeah. They need to. Yeah. I, I mean... And that's where mentoring, I think, comes along. Right. Um, with you and I who've been at this for a while to try to bring some of those new leaders up right. um, by mentoring. And I never really thought of myself as a mentor until maybe a couple of years ago because we've been at this a while now. Yes. And, and I think... Oh, I have to be, like, when people are asking me for help, I need to really pay attention to that. And pay attention and to your answer. And, yeah, right? That, yeah. too. Like, am I qualified to do this? You're or right. how can I? Yeah, anyway, but it's been, fun to, it's been fun to mentor. But I also think it's a responsibility of our practice right now is I agree. to mentor the next generation. I don't disagree. I, yeah. I think that any way we can get that message out is great. Yeah, yeah. So um, you've been at this for, you said, 20 about years, something. Years, yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. Are there accomplishments that you're particularly proud of? Something that kind of sticks in your head as a as a win, a good day? Uh... Yeah, I mean, uh, several. I've, I was uh, able to build, you know, a high angle rescue program for Derek workers at a company I worked for. Okay. Uh, and trained over 800 employees. And how do you get a guy that's fallen and now he's yeah. suspended below a certain yeah. uh, working surface? Yeah. Uh, built a. Uh, I was able to same company build a well control program. So. Uh, how do you control a well that's out of control? Mm -hmm. uh, that ended up getting uh, American Petroleum Institute accredited, which was a lot of fun. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. That's huge. Um, yeah, I mean, th those are all great, and mm -hmm. they're things that you can really kind of hang mm -hmm. your hat on and mm -hmm. say, man, that was fun to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been uh, over overseeing the voluntary protection program efforts for multiple facilities that all receive star status. So Again, uh, congratulations. Yeah, all that's that stuff's, fabulous. All that stuff's great. And then at the end of the day, that's as rewarding as when you get uh, Dwight the welder to put a guard on his grinder. I mean, it's, how do you yes. How do you quantify one yes. against the other? You I don't, don't think you can. Yeah, you don't. You don't. What gets you out of bed to keep at this? I just really enjoy doing it, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know if that makes me a sadist or I don't <laughs> know what that makes me, but I do enjoy just coming to work and knowing that yeah. um, what we do ultimately, you're, you're doing for a, almost a higher purpose. You're, yeah. And and even though sometimes that gets lost on me, I mm -hmm. get bogged bogged down a lot of times, mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. I can't believe that guy did that. Yeah, uh, you know that kind of a yes, concept. Yes, yes. But at but the you, end of the you day, take, you get yourself out of that pretty quickly. I, yeah, you have to. Yeah, or it'll just you'll have to find something else yes. to do. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's just knowing that what you're doing is is really making a difference yeah. in someone's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sometimes think about it as really impacting the heart and soul of working America. You know, we're all laying our hands on this arc, and we're changing. We're changing it one little bit at a time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, what brought you to the conference? 
I live here in Houston, and when I saw the conference was here, I thought mm-hmm. it'd be a great opportunity to um, to come out, see some of the newer technologies that yeah. are out there, take in some sessions, which I have done, which they've been great. Mm-hmm. And uh, but more than anything, you know, Wildcat, the company I work for, we're in growth mode, so mm-hmm. I know that you know we're a, a 200 per- person company now, and mm-hmm. we're looking to okay. add add locations and people. So. Yeah. For me, when I look at that, I'm like, okay, we need something. We need processes in place that are scalable. Yep. And so to come to speak to vendors uh, yes. such as uh, yourself, that you know, how do we how scale. do we look at training? How do we look yeah. at SDS? How do we look at you know all of those types yeah. of things and and, yeah. and grow those things? Yeah, because you're one human being and you right. can't do all of that. Right. So how and do we can, find yeah the how do we find partnerships and more importantly the proper partnerships? Mm-hmm. To then, so you can almost set that on autopilot yeah. and focus on the people, you know, yeah, absolutely. and the culture, absolutely, and the, and the things that that make the biggest difference. So you know right. how people are going to perform when no one's looking. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And there's some really cool stuff uh, here. I've seen that you know you're like, mm-hmm. wow, that's awesome, and I don't think it's a fit, but it's really cool. Uh-huh. It's interesting, you know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of new a lot of new sure. stuff, a lot of new technology. Yeah, I love it myself. Thank you so much for taking time to speak with us today. I'm happy to do it. Thank really, you for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Fun to hear your story. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who's listening to the Accidental Safety Pro podcast. If you'd like to listen to more of our episodes, you can find us in the podcast player of your choosing. And if you'd like to send us a question or a comment, you can reach out to us at social at vividlearningsystems.com. Until next time, thank you. Thank you.